the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. Dimwit pretending to be president, and the fact that I don't think anybody on mind-altering drugs should be legally responsible to sign a contract of any kind, especially a law, but we'll get to that in a minute. During the news break, I heard the lovely Nikki Whaley talk about ITT and $3.9 billion. Squirrel, did you ever um, get taken? Were you ever a victim of a, of a scam or a fraud? Um, did you ever go to school and... And say, you know what, I think this school sucks, but I'm going to finish it. No? Yeah, me either. I went, to, uh, I went to Columbia, and I got a job at the Merck, and I made a decision. You know, it was probably a good sign I was making more than my professor. After nine months, I figured I'd leave, and, you know, I, I paid for the tuition, and then I left. And the idea that this is the second time now the Biden administration has picked a favorite school that produced idiots. And the idiots got mad that they graduated from school and they were idiots. Then they didn't want to pay it. Okay, don't worry about it. Drinks are on the house. And they just, like, they waved the wand, right? That's what a Democrat says. Or one of these idiots, idiots, that went to IT and signed the note and then was mad. You know, I'm still stupid. It's got to be ITT's fault. They sue. They get a couple of slip and fall lawyers, the ones that didn't run for Congress and the Senate. And they sue or whatever the case is. But moreover, the government said, yeah, you're right. You are idiots. And the rest of the country will pay your tuition. See, because it doesn't go poof, much like a Democrat moron thinks money just goes poof. It doesn't go poof. The good people who work, the guys like Squirrel, Honey Bunny, you, you, you just paid $3.9 billion dollars. So that a bunch of morons could feel better about being stupid. Of course, I just described the entire Democrat Party. A bunch of morons can feel better about being stupid. So the idiot, along with the the rest of the cast of Cocoon, signs the bill. (laughs) We try to just make sure we get the right one. Yeah. You better make sure. You better make sure you're getting the right one, stupid, because you don't know what you're doing. And this country should have a no-confidence vote because the way they insulate this crooked, crook bastard is because the politicians who exist by lying to the public don't have the stones, the testicle fortitude to do what this country needs and impeach this moron and remove him. They've got this bureaucracy. So what he really did 
is give every honest person that wants to run for office, those few people that there are running for office who are honest, the ability to make a promise to the American people that this country, due to the corruption, open and notorious, the open asset of China, of the Ukrainian oligarchs, the fraud, Joe Biden, this country will now implement a no-confidence vote where the people don't have to hope and beg that political whores who got to that position by literally lying to the people who elect them. I don't have to wait for them to want to remove somebody who's clearly incapacitated and unfit to serve. Not to mention he's a traitor and an asset of foreign governments. I don't want to wait for, oh, I hope we win in November. The country needs a no-confidence vote. I mean, that's what all democracies, right? They keep throwing that word around. That's what all democracies have except America. No confidence because then this atrocity, this lie of a bill would never be passed because you could rip them out of office by their diapy. You might catch COVID, but you can rip him out of office by his diapy. And that's what needs to be done because all of the so-called benefits, this is my favorite part about a Democrat, really. It is truly my favorite. He's put in by the cowards, by the welfare roaches, and the greedy socialists among us, and the old people, sorry, you people are the worst. You think you're going to get a benefit on your prescription drugs? There's not a rule that kicks in for four years. Four years. But the taxes, all those taxes that are in this bill, they kick in now. Now that the idiot signed it, they kick in now. But all of your, your welfare medicine that you thought you were going to catch a break on because you got to come out of pocket for four whole thousand dollars a year, you don't save a nickel for four years. But you start paying on the and the crime and the extortion in this bill immediately. But for people that do not make the switch, they may be paying the price. There are several taxes in this act targeted at U.S. energy, a 16-cent tax for each barrel of crude oil produced, a $900 tax for every ton of methane gas, and an additional... A $900 tax for methane gas. Now, who pays that, squirrel? Who? Oh, they'll make it seem like it's a big, bad oil company. But the price goes up. You pay it, just like you paid $3.9 billion for morons to feel good about pretending to get an education at ITT. Dollar tax per ton of underground coal that's mined. All of these taxes, industry experts say... Wait, 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 wait. I got to start this over. You get, a, you get a tax for the coal that's mined? You mean Joe Manchin, who, by the way, is in this photograph of Joe Biden, Schmuck Schumer... And Joe Manchin. And Joe Manchin looks like an action star compared to those next two skeletons. And uh, all his people in uh, West Virginia, all the coal people, Black Long, your men's men, your coal. You put this Democrat scum in there, and now he's going to tax your boss. I hope that he takes it right out of your pay, you scumbags. But for people that do not make the switch, they may be paying the price. There are several taxes in this act targeted at U.S. energy, a 16-cent tax for each barrel of crude oil produced, uh-huh. a $900 right, tax for every ton of methane gas, methane. and an additional dollar tax per dollar. ton of underground coal that's mined. All of these taxes... Indis- so how does the government, just theoretically, they tax you on what's under the ground? So then the mining company doesn't really own the mining rights. You know, the funny thing about real estate concept of it is when the reason you pay a tremendous amount of money for it, depending on where it is. Of course, if it's in a Democrat sewer ghetto, you don't pay a lot. In some cases, they want you to they'll pay you to take it. But uh, you own everything to the center of the earth 
and to the outer space. They're called air rights and ground rights. That's called property rights in the bundle of rights. So now when a mining company decides, I'm going to spend $50 million from Farmer Ted. I got a hankering. He's got some coal and copper and all kinds of good stuff. You mean to tell me the Joe Biden KGB Soviet government can say, and if you find whatever you find there, I, I charge you a dollar tax on it a ton. What? You're starting to see the picture. This isn't America anymore. This is not America anymore. This is an illegitimate bill by an illegitimate president. One who stole the office through his mafia of scourge and ballot harvesters. And now the country is going to pay the toll experts say will make energy more expensive. The president of the U.S. Oil and Gas Association telling me today this. Those taxes will be reflected in higher energy costs in everything. from. See, we have to explain that to the idiots who got their college degree at ITT. What you do? You got a, you got a master's? You got a bachelor? What are you, one of those doctors like Dr. Jill? You idiots. If you were dumb enough to put in this political whore bag man, you deserve it. The rest of us are getting robbed, and that's who I'm talking to. Not you Democrat scum. So once again, this is your friendly reminder. Change the channel, scumbag. You're ruining the country. Manufacturing to agriculture, and will fall disproportionately on millions of small businesses and families who are already rightfully concerned about their future prosperity. But wait a minute. I thought I thought this this dementia patient said that no 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 taxes if you were making four hundred thousand. You starting to see the picture? You stupid. Idiots that don't want to pay your tuition, you morons that vote Democrat, everybody that votes Democrat. Good. I hope you go broke. The rest of us are the victims. Washington never seems to grasp that someone ultimately has to pay. And it's not just higher prices that some people are concerned they will be paying, but additional taxes. The supersized IRS is going to be getting about $20 billion in new revenue by auditing people that make under $400,000 a year. That is from the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office. So see if the country had a no-confidence vote. We wouldn't have to play this lesser of two evils. Support the GOP, the ones led by old lady face Mitch McConnell and his Chinese shipping heiress, Matahara wife. We would actually be able to remove this, this incompetent whore from office the way he should be removed. So everybody who's honest, run on stopping the Biden agenda. Run on defunding this boondoggle of a bill. Run on rectifying the real problem with this country. We can't remove this scum fast by the people. We have to go through your political Rube Goldberg system of corruption. And that's how you got this idiot in office. And now we pay the cost. Just like we're paying for a bunch of morons that graduated from ITT. I wonder if all the companies that hired somebody because they graduated from ITT, do they have grounds to sue? No, I mean, after all, you hired this idiot because he put it on his resume. And now he doesn't have to pay for his school. Why do we have to pay for him? You see, it's a funny thing, this cannibalism. It is an area where only the scourge really benefit. All the good people, all you people, you're going to be paying for all of this. I know. Let's name the next one. Lollipops and rainbows. These idiots that vote Democrat, they'll believe anything. I mean, you could see what's going on here, right? How's the the things going at the CDC? So what do they say in their update? Well, in general, at a high level, what I would say is that the CDC guidance 
sort of relaxes a lot of the restrictions we've had. Uh, tells us that there's a really new way of thinking about who is going to get infected. We used to spend a lot of time talking about six feet of distance, 15 uh, minutes of being together. You know, we realize that's actually not the right way to think about this. That's not the, the kind of the most accurate way to think about it. Oh, you realize it now? Two and a half years later? Dr. Ahawala? Dr. Ahawala? You realize it now? What about the last two and a half years, you stupid, corrupt moron? What, what about that? Now you realize. Ah, uh, sorry. Did you lose two and a half years of your life? Did you lose your business? Did you not go say goodbye to your mother on her deathbed? Sorry. This is a glimpse of what it looks like when losers and corrupt scum make decisions for all people. This is the path to destruction, to serfdom, to bankruptcy. Stop associating with Democrats. 312-642-5600. Ta-da! Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You spend your whole life avoiding... You know, you, you, you can't get me with a song I grew up with. You know, it distracts me, squirrel. You spend... All right, you could you lower it now? Mixy, mixing Oliver here. You spend your whole life living fiscally responsible, avoiding being taken by morons, avoiding Ponzi schemes, avoiding swindlers, and now you just got taken. And all of these roaches that complained about paying their own obligation, they, they just get away. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. How many parents have dropped their kids off at college or are doing it right now? Paying the first tuition, taking it, doing without. After all, they're the fruit of your loins and it's your responsibility. All the scourge, all the morons that said, I'm still stupid. My education isn't worth squat. They just walk and we pay the tab. What about ITT? I guess they got IRS problems like everybody else now. But that's about it. And this is the second time the Biden administration. This is how losers destroy anything. Whether it's a company, a family, a business plan, whatever it is. This is how it works. And now they're destroying a country. And that's exactly what we're dealing with here. These are the crooked, corrupt like those contractors at O'Hare. It's always a pleasure to go through that sewer. And you eight and a half billion dollars. Where's the money? I don't know. Bunch of guys driving around. Nobody it looks like a, a ghetto in there. And that's the cost of pretending that these corrupt or stupid are able to do business. This is the real problem. This is because everybody goes to college now. Ah, go ahead. It will not be long. You'll be paying for everybody. And who's going to pay? Not the ones that get it. Because one thing's for certain, they're deadbeats. These college graduates are deadbeats. Anybody that doesn't want to pay for anything of their own is a deadbeat. Stop making it virtuous. You're not virtuous if you want to live off the back and the sweat of someone else. You're the problem. Or you're just a Democrat. You could solve it that way, too. Kathy, Chicago. Hey, is this Sean? Yes, it is, Kathy. Did you pay for your own college, Kathy? Oh, I'm still paying for it. Still uh, paying for good, it. Good, good. At least you're 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 doing your own responsibility. You don't want me to pay for it. Go ahead. Right. I got two questions for you, Sean. All right. 
First of all, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you. Always, always totally. go with the ladies first. Go ahead. Well, you're the you're the rock star. Oh, thank you. First question: Do you think this new IRS army will have access to the list of Trump supporters? <laughs> Come on, you're kidding me, right? They've had access. No. They've had access. Thank, okay. thank George W. Bush. They've been able to monitor you for anything. For the speech I just did, for the last 20 minutes, let alone the last 20 years, I'm a threat to the establishment of corruption we call a government. I know that what we have isn't a government. We have a dictator that wants to make us feel like we're participating. It isn't, right. it isn't party-specific. It's government-centric. Specific. Yep. The yep. government is the I'm only standing, thing with no restraints. The idea that this, this can happen today. I guess today. I'm standing right in line behind you, Sean. Sorry of course you are. No, you. of course you are. Here's the good news. Give all your money away to your kids. Pay their tuition with it. They can't take what you already blew. I've paid theirs. That's done. That's, that's what you do. That's what I just did. There you go. Just wrote the check. I got one, I, they're both going. Just wrote the check. Take it. I don't want it. Take the money. Because in my right, own house, right. ironically enough, in my own own house, I practice socialism, like every good, <laughs> like every good father should. Right? That's what every good good parent does in their own house. But there are rules on it. If you're a drug addict, scumbag, whore, granted, you have a good chance of getting elected to be vice president, but you don't get the money anymore. That's how I run my house. Right. But until then, right. take it all, because I know right. where this is going. The government is going to take your assets. They ha- there are always looking for creative aspects to make you pay double and triple in taxation for having. And ultimately, when you buck the system hard enough, they hire an army of Gestapo to come and get it. So yeah. it's just a matter of time, so, honey. Thank you very that much. That right into my second All question, right. though. Go ahead. Do you, think th- do you think they've emptied the prisons for us? No, come on, Nicodemus. First of all, the funny thing is, you could shoot somebody on the south side of Chicago, Chicago, and get out with no bail. But let's go to a federal. Let's go to a federal prison and show me guys that owed over forty thousand dollars that don't get a year in prison. That's the only thing you can go to jail for. So don't worry; they don't have to clear the prisons out. They're not charging anybody for murdering. Uh, in the cities of Chicago and uh, New York and New Jersey and anywhere else, there's a Democrat. Those are going to be for the people who earn money and then feel they have the right to it. Thank you very much, Kathy. Appreciate the call. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Dittos. Uh, listening to Mike Gallagher this morning after Dan and Amy's show, and this is going to, sure, I don't know if you were aware of this or not. Hopefully she lose today, uh, Liz Cheney. Hopefully she gets killed. Oh, a caller calls. You mean you mean and, you mean you mean in the election? Yeah, right. somber. Yeah, right. okay. uh, yeah, Miss right. Somber face. You know, right. she's so serious. Yeah, but you have to the be specific. at stake. The rule of law is at stake. And this guy said that Liz Cheney's husband is an attorney, and this is you're going to love this one. I know all about he represents it. Hunter Biden. No, he's Does a, this stuff ever end? He's a partner in the law firm that represents Hunter Biden. And to the answer to your question is oh no. Oh, my God, come it's on. No. no, it doesn't end. Why do you think this bill, this bill of, of, of uh, taxation and promises of political persecution, who does it really benefit, all of these bills that Joe Biden signs? It benefits lawyers. Lawyers. This is a system that has made lawyers essential. And if you do not, if you cannot afford lawyers, you're going to go broke. So who's going to make all the money 
in all of this uh, abuse of of the idea of property and the and the violation of the Fifth Amendment, who's going to prosper? Lawyers. That's who always prospers. So this is a country that is built to prop up and necessitate slip and fall scumbag lawyers and the Democrats specifically who don't want to pay for their tuition. That's the best part. Here are guys making what three, four hundred thousand a year. I don't want to pay. I'm a I'm I'm a deadbeat. I'm a deadbeat, and they're virtuous because they're lawyers and doctors. Oh, we got doctors too in there. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Like the the CEO of Moderna or uh, Pfizer. Did you see what Pfizer's new deal? Oh, they're going to take the money. You're going to love this. Pfizer says it's buying a hematology company called Global Blood Therapeutics for close to $5.5 billion. Pfizer has been on a recent corporate buying spree, investing some of its COVID-19 vaccine profits. Global Blood Therapeutics makes tablets for treating sickle cell disease. A group of inherited... How come come they don't want to use the Sherman Antitrust Act on Pfizer? Oh, I know why. Because Pfizer owns the government. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. We had a caller that uh, hung up and wanted to point out that once again they have what's called a carried interest uh, provision in this new bill. And the way that they got it and what a carried... uh, Interest provision. It allows specific hedge fund managers and people who work in hedge funds to tax their income at a lower rate to ordinary salaries, right? And uh, the reason that it was in there is because Kristen Cinema waited until she was bribed $1.5 million from, I believe, three different hedge funds. They had to give to her, they had to get a pack, and then they have to direct it to their campaign. So you can have what's called campaign contributions, the way politicians want you to believe it. But what it is is open bribery. And that's how they launder money to write provisions in a bill. It used to be called special interests. But now special interests are really the American citizens who vote Democrat and get their education for free, get their health care for free, get their drugs for free, get their rent for free, get their groceries for free. Those are the special interests, as far as I'm concerned. Not people fighting to keep their own money. Now, ironically, I guess, am I supposed to be mad at this? First of all, no. No. They make money honestly. You want to take more of it? Hey, they figured out how to buy a whore. Now, granted, she pretends to be a political one, but they bought her, and they got their little special way. I don't know. Did the real estate brokers or the radio show hosts get one? Did radio producers get one? No? What about uh, bricklayers? Bricklayers get them? I don't think they did. Truck drivers? No, you didn't get one either. You got to get yourself a a, a pack. Then you buy a Democrat whore. Virtually get anything you want in these bills. It's great. Uh, Goni, Lakeland, Florida. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Wonderful. How are you? Working. You know how it is. Listen to me. Now, 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 see, I was going to let you slide. I know you for 30 years. Working... Were you, so you're obviously sitting down. Go ahead. Oh, I'm driving. Yeah, okay, you're working. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Listen. Uh, you didn't get Harry Cleavage uh, from working. Go ahead. One of the uh, reasons, uh, uh, with this tuition reimbursement or forgiveness or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things on that is the responsibility of the parents. <laughs> Number one, because the majority of those student loans 
have to be co-signed by the parents. Yeah. And that's the problem. The parents don't want to have the kids to be responsible for what they owe. Um, Goni, uh, how many uh, kids did you put through private school and college, Goni? Two. Uh, and there are two successful lawyers now. There are two lawyers. Um, did you ever uh, ask somebody else to pay your tuition, or did you open up another business or get another job and work another eight hours to pay the tuition? Which one was it, Goni? All the above, bro. Yeah, no kidding. I... And you know why you did that, Goni? Because I know Goni, ladies and gentlemen. He's a dear friend of mine. And Goni is one of those great Americans because he started out as a Cuban he saw that fall as communism. He moved to Venezuela. He saw that collapse under Marxism. And now he brought the idea to America. So, you know, Goni, in hindsight, this is all your fault. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right, listen. No, I got, yeah. a, I got a real uh, quick thing for you. All right. One, one day uh, we were uh, at my kid's house. Uh-huh. My oldest one. Yeah. And uh, one of his lawyer's friends said, you know what, Mr. Herrera, uh, Education should be free in the United States. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you know what, let me think about that for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And he told my son, he goes, see, I got the old man thinking. A couple of minutes later, I came back. I said, you know, you're absolutely right. He goes, I knew you were going to agree with me. I said, I'm going to pay for your education, but I'm, I'm going to tell you how much money you're going to make. You mean like in Cuba, how the doctors make $25 a month? Exactly. Yeah, and now, did you did you like happen to, did you happen to enlighten him to what it's like when you're you have Cuban family and they're dying and they tell them bring pillow cases, pillow sheets, bring aspirin to the hospital? Did you enlighten this wannabe socialist to the pleasures of Cuban healthcare? No, they they. You told them, and they won't even believe it. You know why, Goni? Here's the satisfaction. You saw it happen, and you got to watch the people get what they asked for and then see the desperation, as only so few of you were able to get away from it. I want to know where they're going to run when they do it to America. Thank you, brother. The the problem is that it's happening here. I know it is. And I blame you. And we're not wake, and they're not waking up and seeing it. No, I blame you. You were and in Cuba. Castro people. took over. You went to Venezuela. Chavez took over. You came here. Now I got the Democrats. They're following you around. Stop moving around. We'll be back. Uh, do I have time for one more? Yeah. All right. Uh, Terry Dyer, Indiana. Sean, I, I, let me ask you a question. So this guy's going to go after everybody making over four hundred a year. Big. No. Okay. Well, he's going to go after everybody, but for over 400, you're going to get slaughtered. Let me ask you something. I want to try out opinion. You think between, okay, let's be honest, Downers Grove, Elmhurst, Hinsdale, Naperville, 400 is a spit in the bucket. You think between rural Illinois and all these burbs, St. Charles, you name it, think they got enough weight to wake up and say, screw this? We're gonna we're gonna switch. No, two things happen under under abuse like this, and you're you've seen it in Chicago. The experiment already happened, and the people already picked the wrong direction. They either stand up against obvious weaponized bureaucracies in government, and they push back hard by throwing everyone out of office, or 
they try to get in on the scam and then enjoy the favoritism of clout, which is a word only Illinoisans know because the Illinois voter chose to be in on the clout rather than push back against corruption, which is why the Daly family is somebody, a name that people use for favoritism rather than a reference to an entire group of people that were put in jail for political corruption. So the answer to your question is they already picked in Illinois and they picked for the mafia. Now you have to go to a state that rejected that. You can tell those states because the taxes are normally very low if they exist at all on income. The quality of life is much higher. And there's another little thing. There's no such thing as a municipal union in these states. Those are the states with the future. The other ones are destined to be mafia hellholes. Thank you very much. The good news is you get the quality craftsmanship at O'Hare Airport where you can't find a straight fracking board. It's almost like they tried to buy crooked wood. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So is there any talk about getting another hour scroll? Have you worked on that? You know, the suits are all around. Are you talking to these people? I'm giving you an opportunity to look important. Aside from that Abe Lincoln Barrett you got going on. All right, who is this? Who's Who sings this? I keep on the tip of my tongue. Oh, I do. I know this. Ryan in New Lenox. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing okay. You know, I've been meaning to call you for a few weeks since you first said this. You uh, you know how to turn a phrase uh, and oh. give a one-liner better than just about anybody I know. Oh, thank and I have to compliment you, and I figured today was a good day to do it since Biden signed this monstrosity <laughs> into law. Yeah. Uh, transgender bull market has oh. to be one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Well, and it's funny life. because the transgender bull market rallied on the signing of this bill. And it's of fun. Of course it did. It, well, it's fun. Paid off. Exactly. It's so fun to watch like the even Fox News, Fox Business News. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they're they're willfully buffoonish. Um, but they talk about it like, oh, this might be a sign that things are turning around. They're too stupid or too lazy or too ignorant to realize the the, the reason the market is rallying is because the market has been bastardized where it benefits immediately from government spending. And every 45 days that they find a new way to spend more money, the market loves it because it's getting infused with it. If it were to be judged on actual profit versus cost of, of, of manufacturing or whatever the case is, the market would be in the turlet, to quote the wonderful economist Archie Bunker. And uh, it is clearly the land of bizarro, where up is down, wrong is right, and pedophiles are called uh, minor attracted persons. Minor attracted persons. Ryan, exactly. it is a bizarro world. The good news is there's still a few of us that know right from wrong. Thank you very much, and do not invest in the transgender bull market. You wait until fall. And all hell is going to break loose. So I want you to picture yourself like uh, Mel Gibson in that movie Braveheart. Remember with hold, hold, till you see the whites of her eyes? Then you short the hell out of everything. I'm thinking around late September. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Take they care. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Man, man. You know what the problem with William Wallace was? He was short-sighted. He couldn't see the 2020 when the uh, Democrat mafia stole an election. And destroyed the only country based on the principles he so fought for. It's really something to behold. Poor William Wallace. Well, it didn't end well for him either. You know, there were bits of them all over. Scott, the English. Make sure that we uh, kiss the ass of the queen. God save the queen. That's her blue blood rat bastard family that killed him. Along with other kinds of people they put into slavery. Yes, Great Britain. 
know what's great about about it. Vince, St. Charles. Uh, before I ask you a question, I also have a good friend of mine from Cuba who really understands freedom. His dad came here. He was a kid when he came here. He really understands. He loves Reagan. Yeah. He really gets it. He'll fight with anybody to understand. They're the only ones. The, situation. the Eastern Europeans, the, pe- the like the woman that called me yesterday, the people from uh, pick a totalitarian henhole, Venezuela, pick uh, anywhere in Romania. Central America, all of it. Romania. it they appreciate it because they know what Absolutely. it's like to live without it. And you want to know what's funny? Vince, so dumb here. We're all going to know what it's like to live without it. And this bill is the beginning. The beginning. Because now the Gestapo, what do you think? They're going to hire accountants? They're not going to hire accountants. These are going to be all the all of the uh, the sycophants that are back from the war that have nothing to do. How you do? Me, GI Joe, your new IRS agent. He's here for an audit. Go ahead. Take my money because I have nothing to pay. I don't. I can't afford an attorney. Okay. The question I have: I have four or five guys I work with. I know they're Democrats. They're Democrats. They don't talk to me because I got a big mouth. But I I want to talk to them about why they are still Democrats. Should I approach them? Is it just a waste of time? Because they're the elitist dumbass. Here's how I look at, look at it. I have a dear friend of mine in Florida who's a wonderful gentleman who's 75 years old. And he says, he, he says, I am under the, the, the belief structure of a Kennedy Democrat. So what happens is they hide, right? That's how fascists and Marxists call themselves liberal when they don't have a policy that's based in liberty. But the, the country's allowed it. But at this point, with the Joe Biden administration, with the open and notorious corruption of Joe Biden, with the fact that he is clearly an asset of communist China and the Ukrainian oligarchs, if you call yourself a Democrat while Joe Biden's in office, you, you ain't worth the time of day. I, I don't exactly. waste your breath because if they're calling exactly. themselves a Democrat after this last bill, which screws everybody, they're Thank not you. Democrats. They're 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 they're, they're exactly. traitors to freedom, traitors to America. That's exactly what it is. You don't like it? It's the truth. How many people knew? How many people knew? But for people that do not make the switch, they may be paying the price. There are several taxes in this act targeted at U.S. energy, a 16 cent tax for each barrel of crude oil produced, a $900 tax for every ton of methane gas. Now, what she's talking about the switch, if you don't spend 150000 on their scams from solar panels to their windows to everybody else that's bribed them through PACs, then you're going to catch it. In the Buttigieg. This is not good. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I am uh, very excited to discuss... Did you lower that, squirrel? I am very excited to discuss with my next guest his new book because throughout his life he has written books that have affected me personally. Uh, I can't say enough about this next author. Aside from teaching economics for 41 years, he has been involved with being a warrior for liberty, for freedom, for the American way and Americanism. His new book, 
Politically Incorrect Guide to Economics. It's out today. His name is Thomas DiLorenzo. Thank you so much for joining me. I so appreciate you. I'm pleased to be with you, Sean. You know, I, it was in 2002 or three that um, your book, The Real Lincoln, came out, and that was that was something that I thought was fantastic. It was timely. It needed to be done. It was something that I it answered so many questions, and it was from there that I became really a fan of your writings. And um, to realize that you have to write a book today titled Politically Incorrect Guide to Economics, is because what's politically correct is to lie to people. And this country's economic system of cannibalism pretends to be Keynesianism, but it really is extortion by a corrupt government. And you can't call it the truth to economics, so you have to call it the politically incorrect guide to economics. Have I missed the climate of where we are as a society when the truth is something that it avoids? Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's a, that's a very good point. And, uh, you know, political correctness began in the economics field uh, long before many other fields. Well, most people don't know that. You know, they talk about people in English literature and the humanities and social sciences at the universities, where, where most of the Marxists, uh, you know, are. But uh, economics has been skewed in favor of uh, condemning markets and a free enterprise system since at least the 1930s you know, as, as a profession. Although there's always been a remnant, uh, and I consider myself to be part of the remnant of uh, free market economists, and, and in all the years I taught at several different universities, I was always sort of a skunk at the picnic at, uh, at the university, <laughs> the person I was employed by, you know, because of my views, but I always hung in there and spoke the truth as I, as I saw it. And, and this book is sort of a sort of theme is uh, be your own economist, educate yourself, don't rely on the Paul Krugmans of the world or the, or the Washington Post columnists or the talking heads on TV. You can listen to them, but if you just educate yourself a little bit, it doesn't take uh, a lot. Uh, you can see through a lot of the smoke and mirrors that they, that they throw at us uh, on a daily basis. And the, the, the truth comes out in the collapse of nations that have tried this idea of a government-centric controlled collectivist economy where everybody is going to be in uh, peaches and cream and it's going to be wonderful no matter where it's tried it's destruction and mayhem and the lack of property rights we are the only country that implemented the opposite and became the youngest and the richest yet here we are 246 years later when morons are telling me no 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 they just didn't try hard enough all those countries that collapsed and had to kill their own people and uh can we still teach these idiots yeah, I guess, you know, that being, being an economics professor for all those years, uh, I could tell you, well, I could tell you a lot of stories. You know, the, the young people don't know anything about socialism, for example. They're, they're, they're taught sort of a utopian dream world theory of it. I once had a, a, a class that I taught called Capitalism and its Critics, and I had them read the, the Communist Manifesto and then Critics of Socialism and sort of went back and forth, the good guys and the bad guys, so they would know both sides of all the, the arguments. And I had one student tell me, you know, this is the fourth time I've been assigned the Communist Manifesto in my college career, but it's the first time that it was looked at as just a sort of a historical document and not a roadmap for the future. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's scary. what some of the college kids have been taught uh, these days, usually by their philosophy professor or even somebody who knows nothing at all about economics but pretends to. And it was it's as though I would pretend to be a brain surgeon. 
Well, the, you know what I like about how many doctor? How many books have you written? It's got to be like seventeen or eighteen, right? This will be the eighteenth book that I've authored or co-authored over the years. And you know the funny thing about your writings is that you prove beyond the shadow of a doubt to be an economist. It isn't about an interpretation of a new theory. To be an economist is to be a historian. And there is only one truth, one objective truth without question. And that is that if you do not have what they call capitalism, which is really propertyism, if you do not have liberty and property over your own labor and your own intellect, you are but a slave to whatever state you're born under. And I am astonished as I look at things that this government in the year 2022 is doing to the American people. Before I get on the show today, they announce in the news that if you went to a certain college, $3.9 billion in student loan, it's free. And, you know, this idea that you're taxing bricklayers and truck drivers and women who didn't go to college, it's just... It's demoralizing. It's frustrating because there are so many morons. I'm here in Chicago, Illinois. I mean, we're the king of morons. We can't elect a a, a mafia boss who promises utopia more often, even when they get caught in corruption scandals. It's starting to be where you're losing. I'm losing my faith in man because I realize we are in our intellectual infancy, and we've been at this for millions of years. I don't see us getting any smarter. You know, the only what. The, the brightness that I see there is that there's, there's a lot of people that are sort of uh, engaging what uh, one, one, one of my friends calls soft secession. They're leaving Illinois and going to places like Texas or Florida or the Carolinas where government is not quite as intrusive and quite as interventionist. In fact, uh, I played golf a couple weeks ago with a man who moved from Chicago, and he said uh, he sold his house in Chicago and uh, and, and he bought he bought the same house here for like one third of the money in in in, uh, in house price and taxes yeah. that he was paying, and and he said that the, the savings and taxes alone paid his entire mortgage on his house. That's what so happens. There's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of that going on, and people are moving in a direction of freedom, just like we see all these immigrants who have come from these socialist hellholes in Latin America and elsewhere who want to come here. Uh, Americans are moving, doing the same thing. They're leaving New York and Illinois and California, and and they're going to more friendlier places that are where the government is more moderate. I I, I see it all the time. I I personally am now back in Chicago today, and the guy who drove me to the I live in Florida. The guy who drove me uh, to the airport was had a Chicago policeman hat in his car. The people I deal with are all from different areas of Chicago or New York or, like you say, another uh, socialist hellhole around the country. And I do believe there is a soft, soft secession. And, what you know, it's interesting because I, I, I came in today and I saw I'm going to interview you and your new book, The Politically Incorrect Guide to Economics. And I know that you're tying it in with your old books that point out how many atrocities by the government, how many violations of civil liberties and property rights led to the first civil war. In this new book, is there a correlation between the old civil war and, the, and now the soft civil war we're having? And I want to know if you think we can correct it. Well, yeah. The, the, you know, one of the, the sort of the quips uh, that I write in the book is that uh, we're at a state now, stage now where the purpose of government is for those who run it to plunder those who do not. That's basically the, the purpose of government nowadays. It's not, it's not the purpose the founding fathers set up 
in the Constitution. It's all about plunder and uh, by the plunderers. And, uh, and when you see when you see Congress voting for to give two hundred fifty billion dollars to Silicon Valley Valley millionaires and billionaires, um, you know what else can you say about that? It's corporate welfare run amok, and uh, at the expense of the working and uh, tax paying people of the country. And it seems it seems as though they're uh, it's sort of their hail mary pass is what we're living through. I, mean, I think I think the election of Trump and the Brexit in England scare the daylights out of the ruling elites, not only here, but in the world. And they think it's sort of now or never for them to get their socialist utopia in place in America. And I'm not so sure they're going to succeed. I mean, a lot of this stuff is blowing up in their face. And, uh, and but we'll see. And uh, I'm, keep, I'm keeping at it. I wrote this book uh, because I wanted to keep spreading the word about how markets work and governments don't. And uh, it's not only for young people, it's for anybody. And uh, so that's... that's well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, um, you, you sent one to the studio. I just bought one. I want it sent to my house. I want a hard copy of it. Um, and you can find it. I found it on Amazon. I'm assuming it's everywhere else. So do you prefer that they go to another site to buy it? Well, Amazon is where everybody buys books anymore. Yeah, and me there, too. There are other sites, but that's the big 3,000-pound uh, 3, gorilla in uh, book sales these days. You know what I love about your perspective? It was in your books, uh, Unmasking Lincoln, The Truth About Lincoln, where you touch upon the economics that led to what I believe is the greatest atrocity in American history, the idea that the government would unleash the military onto its own people. I don't care what the argument was about. But what you did, you're the first person. I, I used to argue with history teachers in school about this. There were 13 states that outlawed slavery. They, the, the country wants me to believe that a lawyer for the the railroad who front-ran land purchases and hit him in his buddy's name was Honest Abe. I didn't like any of that. He locks up 64,000 people who spoke out against him. He abused Magna Carta. I mean, it, what he did was, to me, atrocious, but least of which a million Americans died. But what you did after I read your book, you're the only person that had really mentioned and put it into fluid thought about the tariff of abominations and how that was 20 years before the Civil War. Back then, they didn't have income tax, but they would tariff you on what you needed. And it was only through that abuse of taxation and that seizure of people's property that the climate of the country boiled over where they've been propagandized to what it was about, but it was really about taxing people, right? I mean, the people of the South, less than 1% actually owned slaves. They were more aggravated about the abuse of taxation by the North. Am, am I missing something? Uh, well, that's what Lincoln's opinion was. If you just read his first inaugural address, he bends over backwards to defend slavery. He even, uh, he even supported a constitutional amendment that would have made it illegal for the government to do anything about slavery, right in his first inaugural address. But Two days before he was inaugurated, his predecessor, President Buchanan, signed the a, 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 Moral Tariff Act, M-O-R-I-L-L. It more than doubled the tariff rate. And, you know, South Carolina had almost seceded 30 years earlier of the same thing. And so Lincoln, two days later, in his first inaugural address, he uses the words invasion and bloodshed to describe whatever would happen to um, people of any state that refused to collect this newly doubled federal tax and send all the money to Washington, D.C. And, of course, he kept his promise. And so if you, if you have an eye, the eye of an economist like me, you, you look at this, uh, at this uh, very differently than what uh, we're all taught in, in, in school. And I grew up in Pennsylvania. I went to Pennsylvania public schools, and I was taught the same things about Lincoln and 
midst of war as everybody else was. Yeah. And uh, but I always but I always smelled a rat like you did. Yeah. Well, he's from uh, Illinois. He's from a politician. I knew he was a scoundrel. Yeah. Yeah. Our politicians in Pennsylvania were just as scoundrel like as the ones from Illinois. I, I assume. And so I was I was always uh, suspicious of the whole story that is told about that. You know, Doc, when you um when you see this new bill, when you see the guarantee of a of a weaponized IRS, and you see the promise of more seizure of assets good people have worked for, well, you also see the security and the corrupt inside trading Pelosi's and the rest of Congress and the Senate. I I feel like this is we are the equivalent of the uh, tariff of uh, uh, of abomination. I feel this is the beginning of a breaking point that we can't go backwards from. This is an open abuse of people's civil liberties, property rights, and the, and the bastardization of Americanism by the government once again. Am I being yeah. too dramatic? No, it's a it's a mad rush to totalitarianism. Uh, I have an article up today on the website BlueRockwell.com dot com about the uh, the IRS. And, uh, and it's a historical thing. You know, it was, uh, it was Alexander Hamilton who tried to put down the Whiskey Rebellion. Western Pennsylvania farmers were taxed on their uh, whiskey, and they thought they were being discriminated against. So they protested, they tarred and feathered the debt collectors, and they came around. And Hamilton got George Washington to, to go with him with 13,000 soldiers to, to a, an army of tax collectors, in other words, to put down the Whiskey Rebellion. And they, they it ended up not doing anything. Uh, George Washington pardoned everybody, and that all went away. But then uh, for 50 years, there was no standing army of tax collectors until Lincoln came around. And as I just said in the story of Lincoln, is that he said that there would be an invasion and bloodshed if you don't collect this newly doubled federal tax, and he kept his word. So we so we did eventually have a standing army of tax collectors, only you know half half a million strong. And then that went away until today. And now we have this proposal to arm 70,000 IRS employees. And to do what? Uh, to do what? It's uh, so reminiscent of, you know, this is history repeating itself as far as I'm concerned. And, yeah. and obviously it's weaponized. We see that we can re- all read. The question now is, can we all think? And, um, you know, it's, it's something I realized from your books. If you can't theoretically, the country was set up so that it didn't have to tolerate abuses and corruption in a centralized government. If states like the good states in this country, the Texas, the Florida, the Tennessee, whatever, I think there's 22 that are officially suing the Biden administration, cannot ideologically secede. You're really not the land of the free and the home of the brave. You're the land of the extorted and the land of the victims. I mean, can we just change it? Yeah, I think it'll have to change, and there's there's some nullification going on too. You know, there, there's a movement in the Florida legislature to disallow the FBI to even come into the state and do anything without permission of the, the governor of a, of the state. Yeah, and, and it, so, it, it it's and a big so deal. They stopped them that. from putting an office. They were going to put an office in. They stopped them. They stopped yeah. the uh, the Capitol police from putting an office in. They stopped them. So in a way. Yeah. There is an ideological soft secession. I love the fact, too, that these states are really um, made up of most people who were abused by the Democrat mafia states. So where, is that where you live in Florida? No, I used to. I used to I live in South Carolina now, but uh, I used to live in Delray Beach, Florida, on the East Coast. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so uh, I'm very familiar with uh, with what goes on in Florida. Well, I have to tell you, your writings in particular have influenced me in so many ways for so long. You are truly somebody I am blessed to speak to. I really do love your writings. I cannot wait to read this book. And um, you're still affiliated with the uh, MisesInstitute.org, right? My people can still see what you yes. have to write there. And where else yes, should they go? Yeah, I'm a senior fellow at the Mises Institute in Alabama, and I'm a columnist at LouRockwell.com, and I have several hundred articles up in the, in the archives. And it's a man's name, L-E-W, LouRockwell.com. And uh, you can read a lot of my articles there, and I have, a, I have an Amazon page also that lists several of my books. He is Dr. Thomas DiLorenzo. I hope you live a thousand years. You've, you've been wonderful, and uh, really, you're an asset to the country and, and, and a warrior of liberty. I really so appreciate you. Thank you for coming on my show. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now that's a song, kid. I have to tell you, I love my honey bunny. She knows the kind of authors that I like. She scheduled Thomas DiLorenzo without me begging her to do so. I was very lucky that he wanted to promote his book and come on here because the kind of writing that Thomas DiLorenzo does is amazing. He's First of all, he's an economics professor for over four decades. Aside from that, he's also a historian. That's the beauty of our position. And when I say our position, I mean the people who are steeped in the propertyism called capitalism, which is also the principle of Americanism, America. You see, if it's, if it's your property, the government can't just seize it. Theoretically, that's how the country is supposed to work. We've allowed this concept to be overthrown. We've allowed ourselves to become slaves to a corrupt government. Now, that should not happen in this country. So as I listen to this dimwit in diapers, by the way, do yourself a real favor. So when you are forced to deal with some imbecile that voted for Joe Biden, take a look at his face today as he signs the bill. He doesn't blink. His mouth is slack-jawed. He is a moron, incapable of holding the position he holds. He is a stooge, and he is the perfect face for the Democrat mafia incompetent, corrupt, and arrogant about it. That is Joe Biden and the Joe Biden administration. That is the Democrat mafia. The idea that we have to sit here while they guarantee intimidation and extortion of honest men while they carve out the corrupt mafia members, the inside trading scourge of the Pelosi's and the benefactors of this corruption. Companies that could not get your money because they delivered value. The only reason they're getting your money is because of the open corruption we call government. It's that simple. But if we had the concept that Americans should possess, you don't just take my money. Every one of these rat bastards would be thrown out on their ass. Instead, we have to hope they don't steal yet another election. But when they do, understand what's in store for you 
is an abomination. That's why when I talk to Thomas DiLorenzo about an, an unbelievable circumstance where a government in a free country unleashes its military on other citizens, one million Americans died. The president issued a rape order to the, to, in Louisiana to rape the Confederacy out of the women in America. Think you got civil rights? They're held together by a thread when a popular, incompetent dictator seizes control of that office. Anything is possible in this country. So as we get the callers about the, are they going to carry weapons? Who are they going to hire? Anything is possible because we now have been browbeat down to where we view our assets as whatever the government allows us to keep. I mean, that's what you're really fighting for. So if they could decide to enrich these corrupt imbeciles that sell this plastic battery-run boondoggle dung, we just sit back and say, okay, come and get it? It's an atrocity. Of course, we have a new IRS. Why do I say that? Well, we already had one IRS, but now it's been doubled with an $80 billion budget increase. And we have a spanking brand new IRS agent army. Because although we already had an army... It got doubled, too. This- and not a one of them is going to audit the money that was sent over to the corrupt oligarchs that bribed the Biden crime family. Not one. Not one dollar of what's going to be paid to these Chinese front green energy companies will be, will even have oversight. Not a dollar. And what Larry Kudlow is not telling you is that with these nearly 200,000 now IRS agents, how many people do they really have to audit? I mean, in a workforce, 340 million, only 50% uh, of those people actually work. Out of the 50% that work, only 20% actually have private sector jobs, small businesses. You don't have to go after too many people to intimidate the ideological free man against the corrupt government. They're not going to investigate the benefactors of the Chicago Mafia. The $8.5 billion that was stolen so that we could pretend we rehabbed O'Hare, they're not going to investigate those corrupt, Democrat-donating, pretend companies. So all of you gangsters who are building the Jane Byrne extension, you're free and clear. You only have to go after those few honest businesses. And that's what it's going to look like in a Biden America. After all, that's what it looks like in a hellhole sewer run by Democrat gangsters like Mike Madigan, Ed Burke, and pick a scumbag. I'm not even going to mention the crossdresser pretending to be a man that shaves in her male pattern baldness, destroying a city. This one may be armed. Remember the old chewing gum ad? Double your flavor, double your fun. Well, here we are. Get ready. And in spite of the economic slump, Small business pass-throughs get a $53 billion last-minute tax hike. American corporations get a $222 billion tax hike. Senior retirements, government pensioners, and all the rest of us with 401ks or IRAs, well, we get a $74 billion tax hike. Everyone is going to get a $250 billion cost increase, that from prescription drug price controls, and the CBO... And the Joint Tax Committee, that's the government scorekeepers, well, they've shown that not only is there no inflation reduction, but the bulk of these tax hikes and the IRS army 
will fall on middle and lower income taxpayers. So now why do you know about it now? Because no one, and when I say one, because they don't deserve to be called congressmen, senators. They don't deserve it. None of these corrupt idiots of either party bothered to tell you this before it passed. None of them. So do you think now Kevin McCarthy's the good guy? Hey, dummy, you stupid California corrupt Republican dummy. Why weren't you telling the people this before it passed? Now I got to listen to you with your Wayne Newton hairdo come out and pretend to be a good guy. Passing this bill today means more expensive bills for Americans tomorrow. And everyone who says otherwise isn't telling the truth. Hey, stupid. Why didn't you organize the Republican congressman before they passed it to argue these points before? Because you're just as lazy, McCarthy. You're just as corrupt. You're just as stupid as the Democrats. So if you think you're going to win by keeping in this corrupt duopoly where the GOP gets to pick stooges like Kevin McCarthy or corrupt old ladies like uh, Mitch McConnell, you're wrong. And you'll just keep perpetuating the losing in slow motion that the Republicans have done since they hampered Ronald Reagan with the CIA scum, de tutte scum, George Bush Sr., may he burn in hell. These are the kind of Republicans that clear the field, clear the runway, like at O'Hare, plow the runway. Bunch of guys with breasts telling you how hard they work. But of all the bad parts of this 700-page bill, the massive expansion of the IRS is the most chilling. 755 pages, you moron. Did you read one? Or are you waiting for this idiots, the inside trading frauds that work in your pretend cabinet to tell you what's in it? You think these guys are better than the Democrats? They just have better suits. They're not better. Madam Speaker, I I wonder if we could ask the same question. And oh boy, I imagine America will ask that. You know what I can't stand? Don't act cocky and cavalier the day after it passes. Because nobody heard jack from you the week before it was going to pass. And you knew it was going to pass. Because you knew you could raise money off of it. You could victimize the victims once again. Because since you've been in Congress, what exactly have you done, scumbag? It's like talking to Adam Kinzinger. What exactly have you done, arrogant child? Oh, you stand on principle? You're the problem. The problem to the Marxist Party is the corrupt Republican Party. So don't be fooled into giving the GOP money. You pick individuals, individuals, and you fund them. Individuals like Ron Johnson, like Rand Paul, like DeSantis, like very specific Congressmen and senators, specific, that are running against communist Marxists, like Mandela Barnes. Maureen, what are your thoughts on the Enbridge Pipeline 5 in northern Wisconsin and their proposed reroute in relationship to environmental impact and eminent domain? I'm I'm not a fan of pipelines. Go ahead, Wisconsin. Turn into Illinois. I dare you. Vote for this Marxist moron. Because he checks your little boxes of your virtue signaling. Go ahead. Welcome to the Democrat Mafia Party. 312-642-5600. 
We are trained Marxists. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. All right, we got a, a lot of callers that call, and I am perplexed by this question. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, brother. I'm perplexed by your question, but go ahead. Okay, I got a couple of things. First of all, I listened and watched all uh, the speech today, and uh, <laughs> Biden said that the American people won. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. How well, many times did he blink? Because he, he spoke for 15 uh, minutes. I counted he three. Didn't blink, he didn't blink much at all. No, three blinks. He didn't blink much at all. Yeah. Number, the, the thing I want to say is we didn't win anything today. Nothing kicks in for a year to eight years. And the second thing I want to say is uh, Joe Manchin sold the American people out, right? And Biden was looking around to see who he was going to give the pen to. So he gives it to Joe Manchin. At least Joe Manchin got a pen. We didn't get anything today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did get something. You got a massive increase in costs and taxes. You did get something. Yeah. You got Buttigieg. That's what you got. And enjoy the time. Because here's the other thing about Joe Manchin. Look at the very, very famous video of a Democrat Klansman named Robert Byrd in a convertible. I believe it's a Lincoln Continental waving from the back to the other Democrat racist scourge. And look at who's in the car with him. Smoking Joe Biden. And the dimwit right. Joe Man- Joe Manchin. So you think that they, their adversaries, they didn't know. They got exactly what they wanted. They got massive, massive corruption. And now it's legal. They got massive tax increases and their political opposition. And they have an army to attack their ideological political opposition. And they get away with it. Not a one of these scumbags. Joe Manchin lives on a $3 million yacht part-time. Well, he pretends to be a senator. His daughter it was, was involved in a scandal of, I believe, insulin. She was at the nucleus of it. Do you think any of them are going to get audited? Do you think of one of them? No. So this is a, a passive corruption for this crack-smoking son of one the most corrupt thing. president we ever had and the scum uh, uh, profiteer of Big Pharma of Joe Manchin. His daughter, they get away with it, brother. It's an atrocity. It's all against the middle class. Everything's against the middle class. And they the, talk about how they're protecting the middle class. There is. Stop Ridiculous. thinking about it in the in the Karl Marx form of classes. It's not a class. Yeah. It's against the working American. If you're a working American not in on the scam, you are a target of the corrupt government. They got to fund it somehow, and you're the pigeon. How much time do I have? Fastest damn show. 45 seconds. Let's go to Pete two times. Go ahead, Pete. Who's the we? Go ahead. The we? Who's the we? It's we the we the people. No, uh-huh. I was going to talk about the PLF, which is, uh, it's called, the, it's either going to be the People's Libera- Liberal Front or the Progressive Liberation Front. And that stands for Progressive, uh, no, for, uh, what is it? Let me do your jokes. God, you're terrible at that. Pritzker, Lightfoot, and Fox is what he's trying to say. It's a play on words. Get it? You know, the PLO and the PLF? Uh, You don't pay attention. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... 
With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. It's not something you're going to see on HBO Max. The perfect crime is to steal something that can never be audited. Never. Never legitimately audited. Told by a bunch of liars who've never told the truth in their life. In fact, their only thing we know about politicians is that they're pathological liars. And they tell us each and every election cycle what the outcome is. Ah, don't worry about it. Sure, he won. He can't blink past the urine or sobriety test, but he's the president now. Steering trillions of dollars. The most obvious asset of the Chinese Communist Party and the Ukrainian oligarch corrupt system. Been bribing his son for decades. Here he is, steering trillions and billions of dollars, and we're used to it. Passing laws, hiring Gestapo to shake down our property rights. I think it's time we do something about it. I'm not the only one. That's the good news. There are people like my next guest, who is a technology leader, a data scientist. He's been the CEO, CTO, and CIO of multiple corporations. He has extensive experience in computer science, security, and fraud investigations. That's perfect. He's also got a new book, The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception, also known as 2020. His name, Gregory Stenstrom. I want to thank you so much for writing the book, for joining me, and for putting up the fight. You're also the co-founder of Patriot.Online, a digital privacy ecosystem and social media platform. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Good. Thank you very much, Sean. It's good to be here. I've never liked the idea. I'm from a, a small suburb in Chicago where the most obvious liars among us, Democrat politicians, keep telling us the outcome of things. I can't audit, so I've never had much faith in the election system. However, I was doing the coverage uh, right here on these airwaves election night. When they shut down the count, I knew I was going to get frauded. Tell me what happened. Well, there's uh, two things that happened. Uh, We call it a parallel election because um, election number one is the one that they've always run. Same old, you know, elections, same old cons that they've been running for, you know, 100 years. Works in most places, ballot stuffing, um, raising the dead, phantom voters, false registrations, and so forth. And then um, a new twist in 2020 was uh, what we call election two, the parallel election. And that's where they actually inserted wholesale fake mail-in ballots using the no excuse mail-in ballot laws that were passed in 28 states before the election. Uh, they infused tens of thousands of fake ballots into our just in our one county, in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. And then what they did is they waited a couple of days and they withheld V-drives. And these USB V-drives, the little memory cards, just like you'd put in your own computer, um, regardless of the machine, whether you use Hart, InterCivic, uh, Dominion, uh, ESNS, there's different machines that are used throughout the country. In our case, we use Hart, InterCivic. They, they hold back, in our case, they held back 47 USB V-drives. And they wait couple of days goes by they figure out how many votes they need to take away from one candidate and add to the next candidate 
and then they take the V drives and they infuse the votes into the election to get the desired outcome and uh, select the candidates that they want to select. So there's two components of the fraud, fake ballots and fake votes, and they infuse them into the system at different times uh, over uh, the few days the elections run. Uh, Gregory, ironically enough, well, ironically enough, there was a documentary that was inspired by the complaints of, as I call her, the Duchess of Chaffington. She is arguably next to the Biden crime family, the most successful corrupt politician in American history. Her name is Hillary Clinton. After her allegations of Russian collusion, they flew over a security expert, an Internet security expert from Europe, and he created a documentary called Kill Chain. It's fascinating. I don't know if you, you took the time to see it or if you heard about it. And what he did is he went around the country and each and every election system he would turn on. And the first thing it asked is if it wanted to be connected to the Internet with all of the assurances we have from the most obvious liars among us politicians that these machines couldn't be hacked. There are so many ways that the American people could have been cheated that history will prove this this to be the most uh, obvious fraud on the American people in American history was the Biden administration. But ultimately, Absolutely. ultimately, can we prove beyond the shadow of a doubt? Because, listen, I, 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 I don't believe for one second that this imbecile won. But can we prove beyond the shadow of a doubt? I, I went to see the movie 2000 Mules, and we talk about the ballot harvesting. We have them on camera. We have the cell phone data. We have the same-day registration. Ultimately, the way in which they stole this was to circumvent the the, the integrity of elections by circumventing state legislatures, having their corrupt mafia judges arbitra- or, or specifically change uh, swing states and swing districts. Was it not stolen in a perfect way, or can we ever prove that Joe Biden Absolutely. is illegitimate? Uh, we've proven it. Um, we have hard evidence, uh, hard physical evidence. We've had it since uh, December 2020 when we filed our first case in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. We had hard evidence. We filed a second case in January 2022. It was called a spoliation case, which is allowed to be filed in addition to the first case because they destroyed the evidence that um, they destroyed the evidence they had that um, that uh, would have proven that they had an honest election. There's two there's two misnomers here. They keep saying that we can't prove it. We actually have multiple ways to prove it. Uh, hard physical evidence. First of all, we have affidavits. We witnessed them doing it. We have multiple sworn affidavits, including my own, Leah Hoops, who is a co-author of the book and who recruited me for this. She was a Bethel Township um, committee woman. She recruited me as a fraud expert to uh, to help her ferret out this fraud. So first of all, we have affidavits and we saw what they did. Second of all, the evidence that we have is all related or all can be proven out by what they call return sheets. Because they infused the votes, and they had to do a wholesale faking of the election, meaning they had to just insert mail-in ballots, and they, they, could, they didn't have time to really count everything up. They didn't have time to infuse these electronic votes. Um, they did it with the V-cards primarily. Um, they didn't have time to make all the numbers match. So when you go back and you ask them to show you the return sheets, Every precinct, every ward, every parish in the United States has a return sheet. And on that return sheet, there's a ballot count, there's a machine count, paper tapes have to be included. And there's a whole tally right there that has to be reconciled by federal law and state laws by 2 a.m. by the judges of elections. And what we found 
is of the 428 precincts in Delaware County, 220 could not be reconciled at all. They were complete Fugazi. <laughs> and what happened was that that is true throughout the country. If you go and they and we're starting to have people, the reason we call the book a blueprint for deception is if you go throughout the country and go to these, uh, and not every every precinct or every jurisdiction has um, return sheets just the way they have them here. Most do. But when you go back and look at the return sheets, the paper tapes that come out of the machines don't match the return sheets that are signed by the judges of elections and don't match the official tally. So that's the evidence. And we, we're seeing discrepancies of tens of thousands of votes. This isn't one or two. What they do to circumvent that is they say, well, we audited the vote and we, we count uh, 2% of the ballots, the paper ballots that are already in the system. Well, once you inject fake ballots into the system, the ballots are fired bullet. All I'm doing is recounting the fraud yeah. over again and confirming it. So that's not an audit. That's called an autopsy. Right. And what, what we call, I call that is a forensically destructive um, event, uh, a forensically destructive process. But as, as a specialist in cons, I recognize it right away. And what we call it, if you were on Oceans 14 or Oceans, they were doing a new Oceans movie with Danny Ocean and <laughs> Rusty Ryan. Yes. Yeah. And we call it in the book, they would call it, they would call it a big store pigeon drop, okay, with a pig in the poke and a Kansas City shuffle. Yeah. And we describe that in the book. But basically, what they had to do is they just had to shuffle. The reason they, they were so successful is there's 3,200 counties in the United States, roughly, parishes, wards, whatever you call them. They only had to target eight swing states and 32 counties. If you'll notice, President Trump won over 2,600 of the pre, uh, of the uh, wards and parishes and, and precincts, 2,600. Yeah, to look at By, a map that points this out is astonishing. They want exactly and specifically where they need it. So the three years, the four years, when Hillary Clinton lost, she was like Rumpelstiltskin the night of the election. 2 a.m., they were dressed <laughs> in royal purple. And she was stomping the ground like Ronald Stilson. She couldn't believe that they they did not, you know, hadn't stolen enough votes to win that vote. So in the next four years, uh, George Soros and the pack that he ran introduced legislation in 28 states and specifically targeted eight states. Okay, and that legislation introduced primarily was the no excuse mail in ballots, the drop boxes, all the things that were facilitated the fraud. Then they also used Soros money, and they specifically targeted the eight swing states and 32 counties, and they put, for example, $10 million into Pennsylvania Attorney General Shapiro's campaign, a million dollars into District Attorney Stoltzheimer's, who's the DA in Delaware County, and just his campaign. They put $1.7 million into Larry Krasner's campaign as the DA in Philadelphia. These are people who couldn't win a dog catcher election before Soros put their money in. Oh, yeah, we got them here in Chicago. Same thing. So then what they did, then they took the, I'm giving the specific because everyone says without being specific, so this is the problem. I, I love 2000 mules. In fact, our movie is going to be the sequel to it. It's called beyond the mules. And they're going to be focusing on our book. Well, I was invited and, to Mar-a-Lago for the first one. You better cut me in on the second invitation. Now we're friends now. Come on. That's absolutely. All right. Good enough. So what they did is the CTCL money, 90% of the CTCL money, 90% went to eight States and 32 counties. <laughs> And in these 32 counties, they put these things we call the big store, the big giant counting centers where everyone saw on TV. They were blocking people from seeing, you know, the, what they were, you know, what was going on. And they were able to move around hundreds and hundreds of mail-in ballots and racks, okay, without any 
a chain of custody without anybody knowing. Where did that rack come from? Do, are those real mail-in ballots or are they fake mail-in oh ballots? Oh, my God. How could this and be? They had, well, they staged fake mail-in ballots before the election. And then all they had to do was walk around the data centers and, the, and these big, giant, big store buildings. Okay? In the, in the Ocean's movie, it would be a casino. In our cases, we had these buildings that were remote, no cameras, uh, no one around, uh, you know, multiple envelope uh, elevators, uh, closed garages. They needed that big store to be able to perpetuate the fraud. So then they introduced the, the fake mail-in ballots, and they got, in our case in Delaware County, 120,000 mail-in ballots. Now, granted, this is in a county that's roughly, I'm going to say, roughly half and half Republican and Democrat. Uh, it's not that, that's not an exact number. But what they got was 102,000 votes, 100, yeah, 102,000 votes for Biden and 18,000 votes for Trump the night of the election. <laughs> Come on. With the mail-in ballots. Now, that's an impossibility, a statistical possibility. What we did is we fought our way into a back room, Lee and I. We saw what they were doing, and I said, these are fake ballots. That's why they're not letting us near them. They know they're fake. I want to go in that back room. It took us three days, a court order, and literally multiple confrontation with police. We fought our way into the back room, and that's in the book. We had to kind of con our own way into the back room. We had five minutes every two hours to see it. And what we saw back there was 70,000 real uncounted mail-in ballots those are the real ballots we saw them we cited them we had multiple affidavits and in their own court filings first they initially they denied that they were there and then they made they made a big mistake in their in their rush to show that they had complied with the judge's order and they put up all these pens okay and they took these pitches a week or two after the election there were boxes and boxes, thousands of unopened mail-in ballots sitting in their own pictures. I don't know if you're helping me or making me more angry. I'm chewing the microphone now. Yeah, so when I said it, we brought it up. We said, hey, guys, you said there was no unopened mail-in ballots. What are these pictures? These are unopened ballots. I, I, you can look right at them. It's, they're, they're clear enough to see that they're not unopened. There shouldn't be any ballots back there. So at least in some of the pictures, and one of the pictures is clearly about 4,500 unopened mail-in ballots just in one picture. So I said, there should be, there should be zero unopened mail-in ballots. So were they there or not? And they had to admit in their own filings that they were there. So then we found out the night of the election that they were missing 47 USB V-drives. Now, a V-drive goes into every voting machine. And there's different, we call it a V-drive for Heart and Civic. There's different names for Dominion and so forth. Um, they have different different cards. They have an SD card and Dominion machines. ESNS uses a USB. You know, they all use different uh, mechanisms. But they're a physical drive. And that is where the vote is electronically put on the drives. Now, those drives are brought into centralized tabulation servers. Those are the things you see on Fox News, CNN, NBC, ABC. They upload those V drives to the um, tabulation servers, and that's the official count that people see, the official count, before they actually do reconciliations and so forth. So what they did is they wait two, two days, three days, they figure out what they need, they change the vote, and then they stick things into the, US, the, into the tabulation servers two days later. Now, at first, they, they, again, they objected. They said I was full, you know, we were lying. And then we got, the, we got all this on video, by the way. Um, we got them admitting that they forged the whole election. We have election officials, including attorneys. So, Gregory, admitting what the can, whole thing was a fugazi. Please tell me you can save me, because did you see the movie Trading Places? I'm sure you did. Do you, Absolutely. do you remember when uh, Winthorpe wakes up in his own bed and he tells Coleman, I had the worst nightmare 
That's yeah. exactly what I feel like. And uh, yeah. please tell me you can rescue me from this dimwit yep. in diapers destroying my country. So here's what we got to do. And what we did is we knew it's not enough. Uh, we were uh, Leah and I were on um, multiple teams. We were on Rudy Giuliani's team. We were on Phil Klein's team, Project Amistad, Sidney Powell's team. And we, we were down there in the thick of things and explaining what we had seen. You know, you know, our recommendation, my recommendation, was to go with the hard physical evidence. Now, you mentioned earlier, you know, the network-related, Internet-related, uh, you know, uh, the connections to the Internet. Yeah. Now, did they exist? Sure, they did. But forensically, I'm a uh, network-certified engineer in several, you know, technologies, Brocade, Cisco, Juniper, and, you know, I'm a network engineer. And I'm certified in these things. So what they were looking for and able to, to, to prove that you would need uh, router logs, you would need centralized router logs, you would need with the, on the machines, you'd need things called syslogs and so forth. Now, it can be proven, but it's very difficult and it takes time. And we didn't have the time because we had the, they were certifying the vote and they were moving forward with their coup. Yeah. And what we had in 2020 was a coup d'etat. It's plain and simple. It's a coup d'etat and we have an illegitimate government. I can say that with 100 percent certainty because we have the proof i've been saying it since that night brother i couldn't agree well, here's, more. What, here's how you nail it. this is how you really nail it. by federal law you're required to keep all election materials to prove that the, the elections were honest for 22 months at a minimum federal law or as long as there's litigation in in in, in motion now lee and i have had litigation in motion and a litigation hold on all of the evidence for delaware county since the election Okay, so they have to maintain that. We're in an appeals process. We're going to the SCOTUS with one case, and we're going to the Commonwealth Court in another case. The judges, of course, dismiss the cases for not having a scintilla of evidence. They call us contemptible. They said it was the latest one was was um, dismissed because, oh, it was two years ago. It's, it's all moot now. Without looking at the evidence, ever having a hearing and, and doing any of that. We knew that was going to happen. It had to happen. Because what we had to do is it wasn't enough to say. I mentioned Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. Now, the president, uh, Trump, and, and they were all saying, look, we've got corrupt judges. We've got corrupt law enforcement. We've got corrupt DAs. We're corrupt AGs that won't investigate. Okay? And they didn't because they were paid not to. We had to prove that. And what Leah have done over the last two years is we've taken a hell of a beating over the last two years. We kept Patreon line up because we I can only thing. imagine. They have to destroy the evidence. In a big con, okay, and I've done a lot of these investigations, they have to destroy the evidence. And then what they do is they call that spoliation in the law. And it's actually in civil law, which would count towards election law and civil law. It doesn't always work in criminal law. Criminal law, remember, is beyond a reasonable doubt. So Hillary, when she destroyed her servers and her phones and, yeah. you know, bit. But, well, the problem is, is from a criminal perspective, you can now no longer prove beyond a reasonable doubt she did it. 30 or 40 years ago, if someone destroyed the evidence, they would call it, well, it's circumstantial. Everyone would go in the courtroom and contemplate their belly buttons and try to figure these things out. But the law has, has morphed over the last 20 years, and it's very, very firm, especially in the area of forensics and computer forensics. If you destroy the evidence, the destruction of evidence that would exonerate you is evidence, period. They had to go back, and they destroyed all 120,000 external envelopes. They destroyed the hard drives and the images of those envelopes. They destroyed every single voting machine. They wiped out the hard drives. Every single V drive Gre is gone. 
all of the evidence is gone. Now, this is where I'm going with this. I just have to go in a courtroom. This is a five-minute case. Okay, it's not incumbent on me to prove the fraud. I saw the fraud. I did the affidavits. We filed the cases. We know you did it. Okay, it's not up to us to prove it. You have to prove you didn't. So, show us your evidence. Oh, you destroyed it all? You're guilty. That's it. End of game. So, we're not going to be able to solve that at the state, uh, at the court levels. It's not going to happen. 68 cases have been introduced. 68 cases have been dismissed without allowing even the, the benefit of an evidentiary hearing. And these judges are corrupt. Oh, brother. I say that. I don't mind saying it. The judges are corrupt. Our district attorney here in Delaware County is corrupt. Our attorney general in Pennsylvania is corrupt. Yeah, they're Democrats. They are corrupt. They refuse to do investigations. They refuse. They, they, they refuse to do their duty. They have a fiduciary duty to do investigate, which they refuse to do. And we let them do it. We let them break the law. We let them destroy the evidence. We knew they were destroying the evidence. We got them on video destroying the evidence we have them on video and when spreading when is the evidence. movie out don't, don't be mad at me gregory i went long when's it'll the be movie a few months. I, I it'll be a, it'll be a few months it's been uh we're, we're, you know they're going in uh, they're in pre-production phase and, the book uh, the uh, parallel election is out now right and we are we're making a lot of progress our next steps are the state legislatures the state legislature of pennsylvania and the congress of the united states that's where we finish this fight is in the congress itself I want That's to help you doing. along the way. Will you stay in contact with me and come back on? I can't wait. I, I could talk I, I to you, you forever. For now that time. we're friends, when I meet you, you say, looking good, Winthorpe, and I say, feeling good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much movie. for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Have a good one. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Did I help you or did I infuriate you? I mean, that's the knowledge of not realizing we have an illegitimate administration. That's why I'm taking off YouTube. That's why they need to censor. They cannot stand the questions. It's like they're green eco-Nazism. But they caused all the fire hazards and the arson and the droughts and all their regulations are why we're in this pickle. Why, why, why? I refuse to be a slave to this corruption. So when people say, oh, I'm aggravated, I think you're wrong. This is why you don't get aggravated. He didn't win. There's not that many morons. No. The question is, can they corrupt that many morons? That is an interesting question. But I like the fact there's no way American people put this wrinkled-ass old crook in. Everybody knows what Joe Biden is. Everybody knew what he was for 50 years. He's from Delaware. The whole damn state is about cheating. LLCs, they got $44 million in one address. Scumbag. Well, you knew that. He's a Democrat. They all are. Eris, Carol Stream. Sean. Yes. Listen, I know you already know this, but I cannot tell you how important your show is to everybody who's listening, man. You are knocking grand slams out of the park (laughs) every single hour your show is on. Thank you, brother. It means the world to me because I don't do it for anybody in on the scam. If you're in on the scam, I'm coming for you. I see you. All your phony-ass businesses, you drive around, you pretend you own a construction company, you're a bag man. You don't fool me. And the problem with society is 
We let them get away with it. We let them get away with it. This is open and notorious corruption. Stock market, my derriere. It's an index of corruption. That's why it goes up when they get to spend money. So the good news is, if you just take that integrity with you, you pass it on, people are going to realize everything this crook did is illegitimate. This is the darkest time in America because this is open and notorious thievery of our elections. That's what it is. Well, Sean, this is my question to you. I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I want to have as much faith as I can. I just don't understand. I don't understand how we're going to win against this cabal. If you look at if you look at your la- the last forty minutes of your show, which I am literally fuming right now. I, I mean, I have to get on blood pressure medication. No, how are we going to? How out. are we going to get on over FBI, the local judges? DOJ, you're, social media. You're going to survive I mean, it with integrity. Listen to me. There's nothing wrong with losing as long as you keep your integrity. There's nothing wrong with going broke as long as you didn't become a crook to not go broke. There's nothing wrong with losing with integrity. Listen, we're losing right now, but we're American. We have integrity. We spot it. I say it. That's winning by not bending knee to the corruption, not becoming a willful slave. Be an irritable slave. But remember, you have choices to make, Eris. You are losing right now, and you feel that overwhelming loss because you live in a situation that accepts it. You live in Illinois, but you don't always have to. So in your mind, break away. And in your mind, position yourself and your kids to one day get the hell away from these Democrats. That's the only time you're going to be happy. I can't tell you how satisfying it is to get away from him. Because when I get in an Uber and the guy's got a Chicago policeman hat and he says, where are you going? And I say, Chicago. He says, oh, my God, I'm sorry for you. He gets me, but he also knows I'm going to come back. And it's the same in Tennessee with Steve Cortez. It's the same in South Carolina with uh, Thomas DiLorenzo. It's the same where there are good people that run from the corruption of New York, New Jersey, California, Philadelphia, Chicago, a Democrat hellhole. They're all the same. They're no good thieving rat bastards. So don't enrich them anymore and don't participate with them. Only come around us and separate. You can have that secession, ideological secession in your mind. That's where you live anyway. Let them do what they're going to do. You'll be fine, brother. Hey, I got, we survived I got, everything. We're gonna, we can handle this. I got one more thing for you, Sean, before I let you go. It's a little bit off topic. There, I saw it was a three-hour documentary called Money Masters. It's, a, it's off of what we're talking about, but I really want you. I, I, dude, I love your economic spin on things. Oh, I've learned so much from you. Oh, brother, and it means the world. It, I know it's long, but if you watch this thing, I would love your perspective. Yeah. Even like you do these side shows with, um, with the uh, environmental guy. Uh, that you've been doing that have been awesome, by the way. Jerome Corsi, brother. You could, by the way, the last one I didn't, I didn't have it on as a teaser. You got to check out the last one because we talk about the last part of his book. Where can you find it, honey? At, at, at AM five sixty, right? Five sixty. The answer dot com. You can find it. Yeah. It, it. It. See, that's important because all of what they're telling you to sell you this steering of four hundred billion dollars in government corruption to their the people who give them kickbacks. It. It's all built on bulldog. And we're going to change things. You want to know what I want to talk about to Jerome Corsi about? You know, there's a way to synthesize the oil that we talk about. Yeah. Let's start a company. I'm dead serious about this. Me, Jerome, we'll have a prospectus. Let's start a company. Let's do it.
Because that's how you let do. us know where to invest, yeah, my man. That's it. Well, listen, I'm, there's no investment show. But Eris, you made my night. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it very much. God bless you, brother. Thank you, uh, Pat Chicago. Hey, Sean. Um, your last guest was great. The forensic specialist. The forensic specialist Gregory um, Stenstrom. Yes, Gregory Stenstrom. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, what it made. What it made me think about was, um, I mean, this this man's spent two years now getting 60-some-odd cases dismissed. When he finally gets some wins and pushes the ball forward, you know, maybe in another two years or so, what does all that mean for the four years that have gone by in the trillions of dollars? Pat, that it doesn't, you're not going to win, listen, you're not going to win in a corrupt system, right? But what he's going to do is he's going to make you listen and, and, and thousands of other people who are going to show their kids. And history will prove Biden to be the most open, illegitimate president this country ever had. A foreign asset of China steering investments, pretending to be in, in, in green energy, enriching China. They got their money's worth. Just like the oligarchs in Ukraine got their money's worth. History will show. You can only fool these idiots that were dumb enough to believe the COVID assault and shut their lives down for two and a half years. In a hundred years from now, this will be used as an example in class. That's great, and I get that. But how do we reconcile then the, how they're changing the trajectory of, you know, I'm, I'm relatively young, so my future taxes, my family's future taxes, Brother, how do we rectify these things? You, that are can't, you cannot rectify atrocities. You can survive them. And you will learn from this, and your whole life will be different. And you'll structure yourself to 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 understand and and to rebuild your own personal economics that's all life is brother there is no we that's why when kevin from texas calls and we're going to do this there is no we there's just you now you can use this as a learning experience and build that safety for your family and you'll be better off for it and so will the country because your kids will be policymakers one day that's how you do it you survive atrocities we all got through obama we'll get through biden the key will be, in 100 years, they'll use this as an example of American corruption. It'll be called the Biden administration. Thank you, brother. That's what he represents, the crooked, wrinkled-ass bastard. I'll be back after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, Squirrel, I can't believe how fast this show goes. I want you to remind me to talk about something tomorrow. Will you do that for me? Did you know that Nikola Tesla was 87 years old when he died? Did you know that? I bet you didn't know that. Did you know that Isaac Newton was 84 years old when he died in the 1700s? Did you know that Galileo... The plague, Galileo, was 78. No vaccines. Uh-uh. None of that bull dung. You know, I uh, didn't know Sigmund Freud was 83 when he died. Did you know that? It's astonishing. You know, I think big pharma and the medical industry is full of dung. Full of dung. And I'm not even talking about this latest boondoggle, myocarditis. Killing people in droves. More unexplained deaths. Yeah, I think we're going to tackle that tomorrow. Remind me. All right, we don't have a lot of time. Bill on the northwest side. Bill, are you dancing? Or are you I, I, 
What do you, you know, some, hey, some, hey, some, sure. what do you got going on? Uh, here's my question, Sean. First of all, thank you for what you do. Uh, I want to uh, echo what the earlier caller said. You are you are fantastic. Oh, thank you. My question concerns my question concerns the gentleman you had on who explained how vote fraud was perpetrated, and specifically when he talked about the uh, return sheets uh-huh. uh, that are incumbent in every ballot box. He made it seem like there was not a Democrat representative as one of the people who had to sign off on the final count. And that concerned me. I thought that there had to be at least one Republican guy and one Democrat guy who signed off on every machine. I don't think every machine, but here's what I do know. I I can only find out by buying his book, The Parallel Election. Okay. (laughs) Well, here's uh, the thing. I'm having him on. But I wanted to talk to him. I ran out of time, Bill. You know what I believe? I believe the way to solve this isn't going back to paper ballots. The way to to solve this is to go forward by using blockchain, fingerprint technology, so it can be audited and everyone can look at their own vote to see how it was counted. And until you have integrity in the system, you just have liars telling you the outcome, and I refuse to accept that. But, Bill, thank you very much for the call and the question. Are you kidding me, Squirrel? I only got one minute. 50 seconds. It's the fastest show ever. Matt Gray's Lake, you got 45 seconds. I don't want him to be sad. Oh, Sean, I was going to talk about Thomas Massey, but... I wanted to talk about it. I like his tweets very much. I did see a couple of... I'm on the verge of a heart attack after listening to that. He's a very good guy, and he's one of those very few that people need to support and drop the GOP led by corrupt gangsters in better suits than Democrats. Thank you, Matt. See, this is how you win. Knowledge! The refusal to be a complacent, willing slave, allowing corrupt scumbags to shut you down while they enrich their corrupt friends and call it eco. Eco got on goal. How many? When will I be back? 21 hours? Let's steal a segment from the next guy. He won't mind, will he? Ah, he's one of those sheriff guys. He's very to the point. See you tomorrow. Don't just have a great night, have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.